Hey, this is Pastor Chris Garcia from Numa Church, and we're so glad that you tuned into our podcast today. I pray that as you listen to today's message, God will speak to your heart in a powerful way. So today we start a, a new series, and the series is called Frequency. Frequency. And uh, I don't know, um, today I was feeling old because the, the, the song that I, that I wanted to share with everybody, nobody knew what the song was except for one person. It was Emmerich. Nobody else knew what I was talking about. Have you guys seen that movie called Frequency? It's an old school movie. It's about a, it's about a, a cop whose dad is a, a firefighter and then some stuff happens and he has like a little, I don't know what it is, man. It's like a, it's a radio, right? And he, and he just starts playing with it. And eventually what ends up happening, because I think something's happening in the, in the atmosphere and ends up connecting him to his father in the past. So it was like when he was like 10 years old, this is crazy, right? And I, and I just, it just, I remembered that movie because it was like one of those movies that, you know, you're not expecting certain things and, and I'm not going to tell you the movie because that's not what this is about. But I just, I just like the fact that, you know, when he tuned that radio, eventually he was able to connect to his father. And I think that frequency is, is that's what it's about. It's about tuning our, 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 the radio, tuning the knob. You know that old school radio? That you, now you don't do that. Now you're in the, in the car and you just press and it scans for you and it just gets to the next available station, right? But before you would have to be like, you know, if it was just a little, just a little, one of those little stinky sticks off, man, you just would get ecstatic. Amen? How many people? Some of the young people are like, what is that? Well, it was a mission. You guys have it easy. You know what I'm saying? You know, now you got Spotify. You don't even have to worry about things like that. So it's like, whatever, man. But back in the day, you just moved it a little bit, and you were able to tune into a station that if you moved like a centimeter to the left, you weren't connected to. And I believe that this series is about that. It's about getting in tune with God the Father. But before we, we go into the points of the, of, the, of, of, of the preaching, I want you guys to go with me to, to John chapter 5, verse 30. And it says this, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is righteous because I do not seek to do my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. So as it, as it, as it, as it states everything, it says, I can't do anything of myself. And then it says, as I hear, I judge. And then at the end, it says, I do because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father. But in reality, I think things are in reverse. See, because I believe that to, the first thing that you need to do is seek the will of the Father and not your own will. And when you do that, then you're able to hear. And when you're able to hear, you're able to judge correctly. And when you judge correctly, you're able to act correctly. You guys with me? So before we go into this whole process of frequency, what I want to do is that I just want to declare some things over your life or over our lives because it is important that, that somebody yields. And I got news for you. It's not going to be God. Good luck with that one. Because God wants the best for his children. He doesn't want to give you plan C, D, E, or F. He wants to give you the best that he has for you. And in order for us to be in tune with God, to hear, to judge, to act, we need to say, Father, let your will be done and not mine. Today, we have to make a decision 
to yield and, and recognize that his will is more important than my will. It's very simple, right? But it's not so easy. When everything in your life and your body and your emotions and your thoughts are telling you something opposite, but God is saying, this is my will. Some of us don't ever hear God's word or God's voice clearly because we go with him wanting to do our will. And since we are earthen vessels, that earth gets mixed with the heavenly and the message is not so clear. Are you guys here with me? So if we want to be in tune with God, it takes some humility. It takes to say, you know what, Lord? Your ways are higher than my ways. Your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And today, I submit my will to yours. Just lift your hands right there where you're at. Father, today we decide to submit our will to your will. Do whatever you want to do, my God. We yield so that you can be the one that's sitting on the throne of our lives. Not us, our thoughts, our emotions. You, God. You, Jesus. You lead the way. Today, we declare that we don't seek our own will, but yours. That your will be done, my God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So today's teaching is called Change the Station. Change the Station. You know, we talked about that old school radio. And a lot of the times we're in that radio, when we turn the radio to another station, it's because either we're, we're walking into, we're going to a different territory. I don't know if you guys, even now, like you're driving towards Orlando, you hit a certain spot and then, you know, I'm not going to say 96.5 because we don't listen to that. 89.7, right? 89.7, right? Just to be holy, right? 88 point, I don't even know if 88.3, right? And it just gets to, to a border that, boom, it just changes into like a different station. It's not even Christian no more. You got like some Western song and cowboys screaming, and what in the world is this? You know, you went from hallelujah to yeehaw in like, in like a moment. You know? And what happens is that we, we change it when we don't like it. And that's what we're used to doing. We, we change the station when we don't like what we're hearing. But sometimes what we need to hear is not what we like to hear. It's, it's very easy to keep changing the channel and just putting the, you know, we got our playlist. Yo, this is our jam, you know. When I'm sleepy and I'm driving, I, I drive a lot in my job. And you got to put, music's music got to be bumping. It's just got to be up there like, you know, bass, you know, you're trying to like, you open the windows, you know, your eyes are getting all dry because, you know, you, you know, you get home and you're, 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 the gels, you know, you're, you're looking like Don King, different, you know, but at least you made it home safely. That's what counts. But we're used to changing the station because we don't like what we're hearing. And, and, and what we need to do, know first is that the, the truth, the truth is not always pleasant. Yeah? Yes? Right? I told you about the story, you know what I'm saying? When they were praying for us back in the day when we were young people, you know, Pastor Julie was there, my wife, Pastor Agabi, Pastor Chris was the pastor, and they would pray for us, man, and it would be like this whole entire, this whole entire thing was full, right? 
And some of these, these leaders, man, they, the rivers of the living God was, were just flowing from their lips, literally, because were, they would just spit at you as they prayed. You, were, you know, I wish I had like those glasses, windshield wipers, you know, because it was like, and I told you, I've confessed, you know, I've confessed my sins here before. There's some times when I just fell on purpose. I was like, you know, the first one, you're like, okay, right? The second little piece of drool hits you, you're like, okay, this is little. And then when it gets close to the mouth, you got to drop, man, because that's like after a while, you're like, Lord Jesus, help me. You know, you're like, oh, I'm gone, you know? So you got to stay there a little while so you can make it look real, right? You can't just get up right away. I'm sorry, I'm the only one that did this. Um, just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, back in the day, man, this is, this is what you got to do to survive, man. Ain't nobody like people spitting in their face, right? But what I'm saying is that what we like doesn't always line up with God, what God wants for us. You know, so the first, the first thing that I want to talk to you, well, well, I'm going to talk about three whys. Why do we need to be in tune with God the Father, with the voice of the Father, with God and his word? And the first one is, he alone can satisfy. He alone can satisfy. Matthew 4, 4 says this. Jesus answered him, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So what happens is that, you know, he's, he's in the wilderness, right? You know who's talking to him, right? It's the enemy, right? And he's saying, you know, are you hungry? You see these rocks? Why don't you turn them into some pan cubano, some Cuban bread, you know, some toast with some butter and jelly, and, and, and eat it since you're the son of God. And he says, this is his response, it is written, it is written that not by bread alone shall a man live, but by every word that comes out of There's something in us that cannot be quenched or satisfied by the natural things of this world. The way we were created, we were created in his likeness, in his image. There's something in us that the things of this earth cannot satisfy or quench. Nothing this world has to offer you Listen, not your husband, not your wife, not your children can satisfy you. Only he can. We spend time and effort, right, trying to, to succeed right? Trying to, trying to get ahead. And there's nothing wrong with hard work. You know, you need to work hard, right? But it gets to a point that that's what drives us. That's what pushes us. It's success, success, success. And, 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 we, and, we, and we make money and we have influence and we have power, but yet we're not satisfied. We make all this effort. We, we try we give all this time, we give all our strength, and nothing. And there was a quote that I read in Francis Chang. How you, guys, you guys know who Francis Chang is? Francis Chang, his book, Crazy Love, and this is what it says. Our greatest fear as individuals and as a church should not be a failure, but of succeeding in things that don't really matter. Succeeding in things that don't really matter, that have no eternal value. 
and we we tire and we strive and we work and our strength and our time and our effort and our blood and our sweat and our tears for things that don't really matter. Now, I'm not telling everybody, okay, guys, we're going to be the lazy people of the Lord. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that let's give all our strength and all our time and all our hearts and all our minds to loving him. I remember uh, reading about Moses, you know, the first time I read, you know, him going up to Mount Sinai. I remember he went to, and he came, I shared this with the men, and he came with his, with, you know, his face was shining, and everybody was like, what the heck happened to Moses? And, you know, and they were all, like, scared. The Bible says that they were scared, right? And I was doing some research, because what happens is that we think that Moses took, like, the escalator to the top of Mount Sinai. But Moses took a little bit more than four hours up the mountain, and four hours down the mountain. So I went to Dominican Republic with my brother Milton. You remember that Milton? And with and with Josue. And we were like, man, well, we're gonna go up to there was this, there was this, I don't even call you can't even call it, it was like a hill. It was like a hill, it wasn't a mountain. And I was like, and he was like, man, we climbed it. He showed me pictures, people worshiping. I'm like, bro, I love worship. So I'm like, bro, we're going to be on top of the hill, the sunrise, like the, like the whole movie. You know, I'm, I'm going to call it like that sometimes, you know. And I just, I pictured it. So we, we woke up early. It was, it was dark. And we couldn't see. And for some reason, we took a wrong turn. And, you know, because he had gone with people that were older than me and worse shape than me. And they had like, oh, they made it fine. So I wasn't worried. But we took a wrong turn. And instead of going up like the, 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 the path that was there, we went up the side of the, mount, the hill. So we were going like this. I had to stop like five times, bro. I, I got to the top and I couldn't worship for like 20 minutes because I was so out of breath. I was like, I'm going to die up here, bro. This is crazy. And I'm saying that because I could imagine what it is to hike. I don't know if you guys have been to Israel, but to hike up a mountain like Mount Sinai for four and somewhat minutes or hours. So I started doing my research. I used to work in, in half marathons, right? Iron Man. Let's see, shout out, because she's the one that got me that connection. I used to work out those, those events. And, um, and I, don't, I think it's, what, one point, how many miles swimming? 1.2 running? 2.4? 56 and cycling? 13 per one. At the end of the day, 70.3 miles. So people will train every day for I don't know how much, how much time. Well, most people, because there were some people there that I know didn't train. But, but most people, they would train for I don't know how many months, how many years, just to do those events. And you know how long it took them to finish? 70.3 miles? The average is 5 hours and 50 minutes. Moses took four hours and something minutes to get up the mountain. So you can see the effort, the, the, the energy, the time, the, the strength that Moses decided to put forth to encounter his God. It's not that we're not being strong. It's that we're being strong for the wrong things. It's not that we don't have time. It's that we're using time for the wrong things. We're not, we're not going after him because if we went after him with everything that we had, everything else will shift and submit to what's happening in your life. Don't you understand that God's word, his voice, the Bible says that creation 
listens that the, 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 the ocean stops there, not because of anything, because God says stop there. So the next time you're at the beach and you're there in your, in your speedos with your hands raised, it's like, oh, getting a tan here for, the, for Jesus here at South Beach. When you're there, remember that that ocean is not overtaking you because God said, stop. Doesn't that inspire worship? Nothing else will satisfy. That same event, I was in charge of um, the people that would get hurt, man. It would take some nasty falls. They would get hurt. I would have to go to where the bike was with the number, get their stuff, and take it to them in the hospital, which was crazy because I was able to minister to some of them, you know? And I walk into this room. It's not even a room. It's the one that has, like, the, 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 the curtain. And I go there, and I see this lady. She has her hand, arm in a sling, and, it's, and it's, she's, tears are just flowing down from her face. And I'm like, hey, listen, I just wanted to drop off your stuff. Is there anything? Can I pray for you? You know, and she's just like, I was like, is, it, is, is the pain, is the pain that bad? It's crazy. And she's like, she's like, yeah, the pain is bad, but that's not why I'm crying. I'm like, why are you crying? She's like, because I didn't get to finish. She had fractured her clavicle, guys. And she's like, no, I'm not crying because of the pain. I'm crying because I didn't get to finish. So what this lady was telling me was that the pain of not finishing was greater than the pain of her brokenness. And because of the sacrifice that was made, to be able in, to be in that race and finish was so great. She was more broken because she didn't get to finish. What about if you and I would run this race like that? That the pain of not finishing because of the sacrifice that was made would be greater than the pain of our wounds and our brokenness. What about if the, because come on now, how many of us have suffered some pain in this, in this race? How many of us have had some injuries? How many of us have some heartbreaks? How many of us had some gut-wrenching pain that your actual heart hurts? Remember the sacrifice. And I pray that when we leave here, after this series is done, that it would be more important to finish the race and to finish it well than anything else. You guys hear me? You guys are with me? The second point, Jesus, the clock just said, hurry. My identity comes from him. First Peter 1.16 says this, For it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. It doesn't say be holy so you can win God over. It doesn't say be holy because you have to, you know, twist his arm so that he can, you can get him to do, you know, because when we're holy and we're doing right, we're going to get him to do what we want, right? Because sometimes that's how we believe. No, you are holy because he is holy. 
My son's name is Ethan Malachi Percy. He is Percy because I am Percy. He doesn't have to strive to be a Percy. He doesn't have to work to be a Percy. He can fail a hundred times and a hundred times he'll get up, but he will always be a Percy. We do not need to strive to be sons and daughters. We will always be sons and daughters. And it's crazy because we have a mother and a father, but our identity comes from daddy, God. It's kind of like, you know, when we, now we do like a bunch of baby reveals. That's like in style, right? Everybody's like coming up with creative ways, like, you know, like a gun or, or the powder, or I'm going to jump off a plane, and if the parachute opens, it's a boy. If it doesn't, it's a girl. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else they're going to come up with. But it's all about finding out if it's a boy and a girl. Who puts the sex of the baby? Who? The father. So everybody gathers around. They come to the house. Hey, listen, I'm going to have some uh, arroz imperial, you know, arroz con pollo and maduros, and, and we're going to come. Well, this is the English service. I'm going to have some burgers and hot dogs, you know what I'm saying? And we're all going to gather and have a barbecue in the name of Jesus, and we're going to have a big revealing, right? We gather for that. We gather to find out. We don't gather to see if it has blue eyes or green eyes. We don't, we don't gather around to, to see if it's fair skin or dark skin. We don't, we don't gather around if it's going to be short or tall or bit cheeks or no cheeks. No. We gather around to see what the father decided the baby would be. Are you guys following me? People are eager to find out the identity of the baby, male or female. We're not going to touch that today, but male or female. I believe that there's a great desire in humanity to find out what our true identity is. And just like people gather to find out the sex, male or female, I believe people are hungry and thirsty. And I'm jumping to the third point, which is about purpose to see the sons and daughters of God reveal themselves. The Bible says that creation groans to, for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. Groans, guys. It says in some, in some translations, it says actually, anxiously waiting, impatiently waiting. So I think it's important, right? For us to find out our purpose. And guess what? We have something to help you out with that. And it's called the growth track. As a matter of fact, today is step one. So if you're like one of those people that like doing things in order, today's a great day to do the growth track. And this is not a promotion. No, I need you guys to understand something. If you don't know why you were created for, you're swinging, punching, and wasting your time punching at things that don't even matter. You need to know why you were knitted, what you were knitted carefully in secret to do. Amen? This morning I found out, which I already knew, that I'm not going to lead worship in any time, shape, or form. And at least not on this side of eternity. Maybe when I get to heaven and, and we get a glorified body, I get a glorified voice as well and I can sing. But guys, I would have never chosen to be up here. I was shy and timid and I, public speaking wasn't my thing. I hated being in front of people. 
But this is what God, was one of the things that God created me to do. So I'm going to do it. But how can you reveal what you don't know you even have? So that's why tools like the growth track help you find out your giftings, your talents, and it'll take you to your calling. Amen? Last verse. Bad day to wear a jacket. Matthew 16, 19. The worship band can come up. I will give you the keys. This is Jesus talking to Peter. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose on heaven. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We are waiting. We are waiting on heaven. But the reality is the heaven is waiting on us. The reality is that heaven is waiting on us. So you got heaven standing, ready, ready. And we're like, come on, heaven. Come on. Do something. God, do something. Do something. Do something. Do something. Heaven. I can't hear you. I can't see you, heaven. Heaven, please respond. And they're saying, we're waiting on you. Because whatever you bind here will be bound there. Whatever you loose here will be loose there. And sometimes we don't understand and we point the finger at God and God is saying, I gave you everything that you need to establish my kingdom there on earth. So just bind what you need to bind and loose what you need to loose. But we don't do that if we're not in tune with him. You can't have or connect to the right frequency if you don't meet with him frequently. So we waste all this time doing the things that don't have any earthly value. And you have creation saying, oh, there's no, I don't even know if I'm a boy or a girl or, or, or whatever in the middle. I, I don't know whether to kill babies or to save babies. I don't know, you know, it, 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 what's right and what's wrong, what's dark and what's light. And, 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 and we have a bunch of sons and daughters of God just standing here waiting for heaven to send something. But heaven already did. It's you. It's me. And we have really good excuses, guys. I mean, we have the best excuses. No one said, I don't, I, I don't have money, and, and, and I'm, I'm hurting, and I'm sick. And I'm not saying that that's bad. That's, like, these are things that we're living. You know what I'm saying? And we have good excuses. But if somebody stopped at good excuses, you and I wouldn't be here. You and I would not be here if someone said and had a, Lord, but, 
but this, but that, but someone laid their life down. Of Jesus, of course, but somebody that you know laid down their life so that you would know him. And we stand with our hands crossed. No, Lord, is that, you know, why didn't you heal my son? Or why did it take 12 years? Or, or you know, why did I lose my job? Or, or like, you know, why is my dad sick? Or why is my mom sick? And we sit here with our hands crossed, guys. And we, understand, we don't understand that this, this life is so quick. And compared to eternity, this is nothing. And if we had our ear in tune to the voice of our Father, then we would know that. We will live like that. Can we be faithful to Him no matter what? Today, we have to change the station. We have to change the station. Humanity is waiting for us, guys. They're literally depressed in their homes right now or pottering, getting drunk or getting home from a, par a party right now because they try to numb everything in their lives because they need God. I started this whole entire teaching. Thanks, man. Saying that we need to remember where we came from, man. Remember when you were suicidal? Remember when you were depressed? Remember when you're, there was no hope in your marriage? Remember when you were broke? Remember when you were sick? Remember when you were in pain and nobody, and you thought that nobody can remember, man? Remember. If we're going to spend any time and effort and strength, let's spend it going after God. Let's spend it inclining our heart and our ear. Lord, tell me what you want to do. What do you want to do with my, with my wife, with my husband, with my son, with my daughter? What do you want to do with my house? I want my house to be a house of your presence where people can come and encounter you. Lord, what do you want me to do in this neighborhood? Lord, what do you want me to do in, in my job? Lord, what do you want me to do with this money? What do you want me to do? I'm tired. I'm tired of living for me. I'm tired of trying to do my own will for my own success and for my own glory. No! I am not satisfied. And if you're here today and you say, man, I'm not satisfied. I need more. I'm tired of looking out for me. I want to go after God with everything that I am and that everything that I am is his, that everything that I have is his. If that is you, and you are in this place at the sound of my voice. I want you to stand to your feet. I just want to pray for you. I just want to pray for you. It's going to take courage. Yeah, it is. Stand to your feet. And I just want to pray for you. Go ahead. Worship God. This moment 
everything that you are because nothing else will satisfy to truly find your identity in him then I invite you that as we pray just receive whatever God is doing just lift your hands wherever they are I just want to pray for you Father I'm here crying out for us 
because I'm included in this. Oh man, do we need you. Oh man, do we need you. And we've tried so many things to, to try to quench that void, that space in us that was only created for you. Today, we give you that space back. Whatever it is, my God, that we were striving for, whatever it is that we were placing in that, in that, in that seat today, we remove it, my God, and we ask you, God, to take your rightful place, Jesus. Today, we ask for you to take it all, my God. Everything that we are and everything that we have is here for you. Our talents, our time, our treasures, our strength, our dreams, they're yours. Creation is waiting for us, my God. They're so hungry, so thirsty to know the one true living God that we would be faithful, my God, to that call. And today we entune not only our ear, but our hearts to you. We change the station to the right frequency where us with you can have fellowship constantly. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us in everything that you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you're here for the first time and you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you're going through it right now and you've tried everything else and nothing has worked, I want you to, I want you to know that the only person that can change your life, his name is Jesus Christ. And today you, you have the opportunity of opening your heart and your life to him and receiving him as your Lord and Savior, recognizing that you're a sinner and that he paid for your sins on the cross. He died there, but he didn't, didn't stay dead. He rose again on the third day to give us life and eternal life. And if you've never made the decision to ask Jesus into your heart, if you're watching me online and you've never made the decision or choice to ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, I want to lead you in a prayer so that you can do that and see your life be changed forever. Just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your sacrifice on the cross, the payment for my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need your forgiveness. So today, I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord, to be my Savior, and to lead me and guide me through your Holy Spirit how to walk as a son, daughter of the living God. We thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Thanks again for listening. If you liked what you've heard, subscribe to our channel and share it with others. Now, for more content from NUMA and to connect with us, visit our webpage at numachurchmiami.org. We love you and we hope to connect with you soon.